0: Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Minds Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs
1: that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski, is here. That's right, specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey, Natalie. Hey, Marjorie. What do you know today? I I know all things. You know what I know? What do you know? It's one of my favorite times because it's a... Wine on one. Clink. Ooh, you almost broke my glass. I'm sorry.
0: I have have good wine in this class. Well, I know it's classy $10 wine. That's the way
1: we roll up in here, (laughs) right? Because we
0: work for nonprofits.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And I love working for a nonprofit, but I tell you, there are a lot of people who are interviewing for nonprofits that could use a few tips. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, You and I have both done our fair share of hiring. Yes, and we've done our fair share of giving people the opportunity to be successful somewhere else. Yes, we have, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, With that spirit, though, uh, for those who are perhaps looking... At 2018, mm-hmm. let's do something new. Maybe they want to explore a new option. You and I have seen lots of things to do and not to do.
0: Yes. in interviews, really right? Yeah.
1: Interviews, the whole application process. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's give you just a, a couple. So let's give you, you know, four or five, six, something like that tips. Okay. That maybe you can walk away with because if you haven't rode this horse in a while, maybe you've been at your organization for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, you know, you'll remember once you get back up there, but you don't want to forget some really important things and get bucked off.
0: I like that. So n- rule number one, I think, do up your resume and cover letter, letter right.
1: Not only do it up, but actually make sure that it the format Goes correctly when oh, you go yeah. to upload it. That's yeah, a huge. a save as PDF for a reason. Thank you. That exists. Thank you. And Word is not universal across Mac and everything else. So... Word's
0: not a universal across Word Thank... anymore. Well, that's very
1: <laughs> true. And you get all these queer, weird things like um, mm-hmm. bullet points that don't cross mm-hmm. over, And then you've got a where your apostrophe was. We all dealt with that. Remember oh, the yeah. crazy apostrophe problem Ugh. with. Making a different symbol, so yes. So not do yourself okay. a favor, save it as a PDF, mm-hmm. uh, and cover letter. Personalize your cover letter. The whole thing, really. Like, who are you applying to?
0: Like, let's do some work here.
1: So, I, say. if I am reviewing applicants on uh, our our website that have applied through us through like Indeed.com or ZipRecruiter or one of those mm-hmm. kind of companies, um, if they do not have a cover letter, I will not look at their resume.
0: I think that's fair.
1: I feel if you can't invest. Thirty seconds, which is all you really need to type out and say, "To whom it may concern, I'm mm-hmm. applying to your position because the sky is blue. I look yep. forward to meeting you. If you can't put at least that much into mm-hmm. it, like I don't deserve to have to read your resume. I don't care how yeah. talented you are. Well, and I think that the it, it I think the cover
0: letter is a way to show in paragraph form as to what your what your skills are. Right, because it is hard to like bullet point all of your skills. Um, it is hard to show me that you are a good writer mm-hmm. without writing.
1: Oh, yeah. So,
0: you know, so I think that that's, that's crazy. You know, if you're if you're a development director or if you're a marketing person and you're really in those positions, if you're not putting in cover letters, like stop. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, show me you can write because that's like the number one most important things I'm looking for in those jobs other than, yeah, can you talk to people?
1: <laughs> well, <So. laughs> and, that, and that'll be evident in the actual interview itself. Exactly. So I'll figure those things out. So, so yeah. speaking of which, uh, rule number one on in an interview, uh, be early. hmm be early, be early, but not too early, but not too early, but please be early. So I always say, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're mm-hmm. late, don't even bother showing up in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Now I, I give a kind of a 15 minute early to five minute late pad.
1: You are so generous. I, I am. Well, so
0: I end up interviewing a lot of people who are coming from different parts of our city. Okay. Fair enough. And I know that sometimes you leave the house on time. You've checked Google maps. You've given yourself 15
1: minutes And then there's a crash on the interstate that you did not expect. So when that happens, Mm -hmm. have the information available, make a phone call. Yes. I've had that happen where someone called me and they said, I left 15 minutes ago. However, I'm here. And overnight they've decided to close the bridge and Mm -hmm. I didn't know they closed this particular bridge and this is a one way street. So I need to figure out another way around. And I'm like, thanks for calling and happy Mm -hmm. to make a compensation pack, you know, for that. No problem. Um, But yeah, I think that's really important. Uh, Remember, you can... You can be too early, but that doesn't mean you can't wait. Mm-hmm. You are um, Your time is not more valuable than the person you're interviewing with. Mm-hmm. And so if you get there and you're like, wow, I made great time and underestimated that whole trip. So now I'm here 15 minutes earlier than I really need to be. So now 30 minutes early. Find a Starbucks, find a McDonald's, find a parking lot that's safe mm-hmm. and hang out for a little bit and then Roll up a few minutes later. That's that's my tip. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're
0: sitting in your car for a reason, and if you're taking public transportation, you know just just hang out. Don't go, you don't have to go inside the second
1: you get there. But absolutely, be be ready to go. So and be prepared. I think I see people yeah. who come in who don't have a copy of the resume with them, don't have references with them, and yes, mm-hmm. should they tell you, please bring three copies because people will be interviewing you, or mm-hmm. please bring references. They should, but it's not their responsibility to ensure you're prepared. So be prepared for anything.
0: Yeah, and actually I, I might argue the resume point anymore because I kind of feel like as an as an employer, like you, you should have a copy of that. You should have given a copy of that to people already. Like
1: you should have in advance.
0: That's personally
1: me to employers, that's for another show. Right. Well that's true. <laughs> that's that we, we'll have another show about that. I That'd think be we good. Should. <laughs> uh, what about um, in the interview itself? Mm-hmm. Is, is there anything that just like one thing that you think people could do better? Um, so I think it just overall
0: Thoroughly answer the question you are asked. Yes, please. Um, I can't tell you how often people start to tell me a story about something that they think is related to the thing I'm asking about.
1: But 10 minutes later, I've learned about their dog. <laughs> remember, remember when we were going through school and they were mm-hmm. teaching you how to write an essay? Mm-hmm. And they would say, tell them what you're going to tell them, mm-hmm. then tell them, and then tell them what you told them. Mm-hmm. The same should be applied For So many other things in life, including an interview. So if they ask you a question about, tell me about a time when you had to make a big decision, what decision plans did you make, etc. You should tell them what you're going to tell them and say, Mm -hmm. well, there was this time where I worked at this place, and we had this big decision to make. And then you tell them what that decision was. And then so in summary, some of the things I learned about making big decisions are Mm -hmm. XYZ. Yeah, it's perfect. And because I gotta tell you, we try to do well at interviewing, but even we zone out if your story is really obnoxious mm-hmm. or long or exciting or about your dog. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good tip. Now, if yeah. you're going for an animal charity, then your dog story is probably maybe appropriate. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe. And, and especially if it's a brings up your good point, but you got to close it with what you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sell mm-hmm. yourself
0: there. So the other thing that really bothers me a lot of times is if people wear inappropriate clothing or jewelry. And by inappropriate clothing or jewelry, I mean you know tube tops, tube, tube tops, tops, pants. I have had people come in in uh, like like shorts and th- like uh, flip
1: flops. I thought you were gonna say chaps. Yes. Oh dear. No, I have not experienced that. Thank you. But you know, so. some of our Midwest, or mm-hmm. some of ours out in the West might, you know, you never know. Uh, our listeners out farther might, it, might hiking gear might be appropriate to go into mm-hmm. when you are applying in Oregon and you're applying for a, a, a job that's uh, maybe an outdoorsy job. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I think know the most important thing is know your, know your industry, know yeah. your organization, know what's appropriate, um, it's not hard to Google anything. So mm-hmm. Google the organization, see if you can find some casual photos that have mm-hmm. been taken maybe as a check presentation or something. It'll give you tips to what they're wearing in the office. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, Facebook is great for that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I mean, you can see what these
1: people look like. One of the things so. that bothers me in an interview is when I ask someone about uh, a question that I'm trying, what I'm trying to do is yes, I want to know what you did, mm-hmm. but I want to understand how that benefits me as an organization, as mm-hmm. a, as the future employer. So what you can do is help make that connection easier for me by mm-hmm. saying, so when I was making that decision, it was tough, blah, 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 for these reasons. One of the reasons I think it's important for me to say that is because I know your organization does this. And mm-hmm. so what those skills I'd be bringing to you would be X, Y, and Z. So you're, you're mm-hmm. tying the bow. So you can do that in the cover letter, but you can also do that in the interview. And I think that's really important. That is huge. Now it comes to the time when you either get the job, you jump. not Yes.
0: And I feel like it can go to one or two ways when you, are off of the job, yay! I think that it's really nice if you uh, respond um, in a timely manner. What's your version of a timely manner? I, I so I feel like you need to pick up the phone and ask for more time if you need more time. Fair, like within a day. Fair, like let's let's talk about that. Um, if you're if you're getting if you're getting interviewed for like a big job, like a CEO level, a c, any c level thing, you know, seven days, you you might have to think about that. There's right. going to be you know, some negotiations. Things are going to happen. I'm going to be honest, if you are applying for any job that's coordinator or, you know, assistant or anything like that, you better turn your answer around fast because there's a lot of people waiting for that job. Right. So, you know. Which brings me to a great
1: point is I, I drives me crazy when I get to the end of an interview Mm -hmm. and I ask an applicant, do you have any questions? Mm -hmm. And they say, uh, no, no. (laughs) Because, or my favorite, oh, I had some but you answered all of them. Mm -hmm. Biggest cop out on the planet. Yeah. So have all your questions ready to go. And Mm -hmm. then if even the ones that are not applicable at that time, they're Mm -hmm. more applicable upon offer Mm -hmm. because then when the offer happens for those special, you can ask those questions Mm -hmm. right away or you have those follow up questions, but don't leave, have a question. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just, you want to know more about, you saw something on their Facebook page about a check request they recently got and you were, how did that happen? I've just, Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to know more about how that process works. This is a way for you to show yourself off, right? So your so question that. should be something pertinent and timely. So mm-hmm. ask questions and uh, make sure you're able to follow up timely with the with exactly. an offer. Now, the other thing that I will say, if unfortunately you did not get the job, which most
0: candidates will not get the job, and I'm wah, you know wah, wah. know that ninety percent of the time it's not about you. You're right. It's, it's not really just not. You, I mean, you can ask for feedback, and you might get the dreaded "We went with a qu- candidate with more who was more qualified," and that is the honest truth. Yeah, um, the organi- and sometimes
1: that people just fit differently. Yeah, you know, you'll 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 interview an applicant, and you'll have two applicants that, on paper and in person, mm-hmm. both equally qualified, and mm-hmm. on, if they had to, they could do the job. But when mm-hmm. you start looking at the mix of people who you did not meet in that interview that day, mm-hmm. people you'd be working with, mm-hmm. they. Kind of know what kind of person they're looking for to be able to bring out the best in that team. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're not the best. It means you're not the best for that team. Exactly. Which, and you don't want to be in a place where you're not going to get around,
0: along with your coworkers. No. You know, that's not good. I've, that's a whole nother one. On yeah. One. I've, I've mixed people from, inter, from, mm-hmm. uh, consideration because I've gone, oh my God, I was just starting to see this interaction going, nope, that's, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. I've seen this before and I know that's not going to work. No, so.
1: absolutely. I had a, an applicant once, uh, look at my program director and say, you don't smile a lot, do you? Oh. And, uh, that pretty much summed up for me. I was like, oh, this is, this is, if someone's going to be that, that Mm -hmm. brutally honest and I knew how sensitive my team was at that location, it was not going to work because there would be feelings that would be hurt way before there'd be progress made and the client has to come first. So
0: Yeah. So I hope for those of you that are out there looking for your next great thing um, and that you're going to do great things in our, in our great nonprofit sector, that you find them and you find places that are awesome fits for you. So go ahead and take some of these tips and go out there and get those jobs. That's right. And have a little glass of wine while you're doing it. Right? Exactly. Cheers. Cheers. And thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Minds Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.